Hi, this is Michael Bell. You're listening to TV Confidential. If you grew up watching television, especially those of us who grew up watching television in the 50s, 60s, and early 1970s, one of the highlights of the week was the five, six, or in some cases, seven-hour block of Saturday morning cartoons on each of the three networks. You would start you'd start around 7 o'clock in the morning with something like Hong Kong Fooey or Dastardly and Muttley, Penelope Pitstop, the Banana Splits, then continue all the way to 12 or 1 o'clock in the afternoon, ending with either American Bandstand on ABC or the Children's Film Festival on CBS with Kukla, Fran, and Ollie. It is one of those touchstones of childhood that all of us have. Uh, obviously, things have changed, folks, and there just, there just isn't that kind of Saturday morning lineup anymore, certainly not on the network level. We thought we would talk about that along with our resident child of television, Tony Figueroa, and our intrepid daytime television correspondent, Donna Allen. And Donna, it's been a while since I checked the network lineups on Saturday morning, but there's hardly any children's program on Saturdays anymore. No, I have two nephews who... uh, I, I was talking about Saturday morning and how I used to look forward to Saturday morning, and they couldn't understand why I had gotten so excited. And that's when I realized... Saturday morning cartoons really don't exist anymore, or just the whole uh, pageantry of a Saturday morning well, TV lineup doesn't exist. It was the main and, thing that got us to bed on Friday night. True. Right? Yeah. And what I guess I didn't realize, I guess, you know, we grew up, there was always Saturday morning. Saturday morning, what we're talking about, really didn't begin until the 60s, mm-hmm. when I, I guess... The business end of the business realized they could concentrate children's programming into one block to really lure the advertisers. And I remember, I remember being very small. I had to be, I had to be seven or eight. Not only was I looking forward to the new cartoons, I was looking forward to the toy commercials so I could start that Christmas list as early as possible. It worked. And this is when the commercials and the shows were separate, as yeah. opposed to later on when well, the shows right. came. In, in yeah. fact, right now, it was, isn't it Hasbro starting a network where it's basically... It's, it, is there, they're making movies. Yeah. I mean, Transformers, G.I. Joe. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, but you have a network that has Strawberry Shortcake yeah. and Transformers and a big billboard ca- campaign all throughout L.A. What's your, what was your favorite Saturday morning show, or, or your favorites, I should say? Okay, I, I divide my favorites into two categories because, remember, a lot of what they aired were um, shorts that originally aired in movie theaters. Mm-hmm. So your, your Warner Brothers, uh, you know, Bugs Bunny mm-hmm. and Roadrunner and the classic Tom and Jerry. That's one category, but I remember loving Scooby-Doo. It was, there were girls, there were smart girls, they weren't always in trouble, they didn't need rescuing. And, and, and they, you know, they, they looked like young people at the time. Yeah, it, it, was, it was cool. I mean, I loved the writing. And, yeah. I, and as a kid, I acknowledged the writing. And of course, there was Johnny Quest. Mm-hmm. Also, good writing, good stories. I was afraid of Johnny Quest. I would get so excited. My mother would come into the room and I'd talk about the plot. And the bad guys were coming after Dr. Quest and Johnny with guns. And my mother would get livid. And she would go downstairs and call the affiliate. And I would hear her yelling, the violence, the violence. <laughs> and I was so scared that they were going to well, Mrs. Allen, you're absolutely right. Hang up the phone and pull it off the air. And it would get back that I had talked. Hmm. Good show, though. 
But I think it was people like your mother that eventually in the 70s, Tom and Jerry had to be friends. I think that Probably. was their... I think The Simpsons actually did an episode on that where Itchy and Scratchy had to be friends. Yes. But what do you see on TV now? You hardly see any of the friendly Tom and Jerry's. That's the classics. Yeah, well, the classics are, are just that because they stand the test of time. And those Tom and Jerry's are still good today. Well, speaking of the test of time, is um, I, 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 guess, I guess the real question which, which we should ask is, is... Is it just, um, is it is is Saturday morning television or the lack thereof, as as we used to know? Is it just simply the, you know, the casualty of cable, or is it, or is it, is, or is it oh, partially, you know, the fact that you know times are different? Oh, I think there's several reasons. I mean, I think just the fact that I cited the television commercials. I mean, sure, Saturday morning TV started in the '60s. Mm-hmm. But a few years later, there was backlash when parents started complaining about the commercialism, the violence seen in some of the cartoons, including, you know, Roadrunner, mm-hmm. uh, the classic stuff that they had been watching. All yeah. of a sudden it was wrong for the children. Um, and then they started putting guidelines in place for the network, which opened the door for the first run syndication that didn't have the stringent guidelines. Yeah. You had to have so much educational content in Saturday morning, these first-run syndications didn't. Now, of course, some of the good things to come out of that, I mean, the best thing to come out of that, in my opinion, was Schoolhouse Rock. Yeah. Conjunction, junction, what's your function? <laughs> of course, it, it, it began as multiplication rock. It was and multiplication, then, then uh, grammar rock. Grammar rock, then and America then history rock. rock and then they, yeah. got, then, they, then they did the franchise of Schoolhouse Rock. Yeah, so, so each, they had seasons. Yes. And I, I think that, and, and, and you know what? Uh, I think... Uh, Everyone knows how a bill becomes a law now. Yes, I'm just generation. a bill. I'm sitting here on Capitol mm-hmm. Hill. And, and, and I Perhaps heard that. Perhaps we should send I'm copies of that to Washington. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 will, I don't want to list names, but there are some people that really know, need to know how that process works. But I heard on Capitol Hill that they get a complimentary copy of that song. Huh. Because it is the best educational tool on how to. And I think we all know we can recite the preamble to the Constitution because of that, too. We the people, in order to fill a more perfect union. And, and CBS had in the news. Yeah, that's right, with, oh, Chris, yeah. with Christopher Glenn. Uh-huh. And for a while, they even had a show called 30 Minutes. That's that, right. Mm-hmm. A very, uh, you know, a little mini version of 60 Minutes. And then, he, I guess, later, late in the game, NBC. And I think NBC still does this, uh, where they have... Um, and, and I don't know if they do this on Saturdays per se, but the, but but they do like a little like thirty seconds or sixty second blackouts where some of the you know stars of the nighttime shows will you know show up during daytimes and remind people about you know remind kids of you know character and values and stuff like that and which is great yes mm-hmm. but there's just so little of it I mean Saturday morning TV has been taken over by Saturday morning versions of the Today's three show. major morning yeah. shows. Yeah. Uh, they might have a few animated things on maybe an hour, but I mean that several of those four or five, six hours, depending on where you were, that's gone. And not just a matter of, uh, I mean, the backlash maybe brought some good things, but then, again, the business first run syndication, the then the technology – uh, I mean, video games. I mean, my nephews will not let their DSDs. You know, if they could sleep with them, there would. Their parents limit limit how much they can play with them, and I think more parents in the last ten, twelve years 
have said, okay, my child will not watch as much television. There will be more activities. Um, as opposed to, I'm sure some kids are still parking themselves in front of the TV or their video games or what have you. But I've noticed that there seems to be more happening on Saturday morning. Yeah. Which is, which is a good thing. Which is, which is a good thing. And plus, I, I guess the, um, another thing, and this may have, this, this may have, you know, some impact on why we don't see so much, you know, we we don't we don't see the kind of ca- cartoon blocks on Saturday morning, you know, these days as we did before. Is because, um, you know, on any on, on any cable channel, you will have a, you know, a five six hour block of the type of things you would normally see on Saturday. But you see it every day on Nick, on um, Noggin, 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 on Cartoon Network, the those Disney sort of things. channels. Yeah. yeah, you would have that as competition. Yeah. No, when you, I mean, you no longer have to look forward to Saturday morning when you can come home from school or wake up in the morning, wake up in the morning. I mean, my nephews for years, I mean, that's how my sister got them out of bed. Yeah. Get dressed while you're having breakfast. You can watch Transformers. You, you were, uh, you were telling me um, before we started uh, recording, Donna, that w- one of the things you always look forward to every year was the prime time Saturday morning preview on, 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 on ABC, ABC, I know always did it, but then later on the, the other, like the other two started yeah. as well. And it was something different. That was a show for us kids. It was letting us know what was happening. That way we could intelligently plan our Saturday mornings, our returning favorites. What new shows did we want to check out? How early did we have to be up? I mean, my, my sister and I were diehards. I mean, if we could be up at 6 o'clock to begin with uh, Cartoon Go-Go, mm-hmm. which is one of the local shows, which was two hours of mainly classic classic Warner Brothers, we, we'd, be, we'd be up with our cereal, quiet, just for the television. I'm sure my parents were glad to sleep late. Yes. We hated to come to breakfast because we had to leave the television, and there was no television in our breakfast room. Mm-hmm. That was law. Yeah. I, I think the the other cool thing, it was great for the parents because the kids can get up early. They could be in one end of the house and the parents can sleep in. That's right. And and I, do, I don't know how, par- you know, like you said, that parents are probably much more focused on keeping the kids active, or at least they should be. But at that time, that was great. After working all week, this is the day that you sleep in. You know, a lot of families probably had uh, church plans on Sunday, mm-hmm. so Saturday was the sleeping in day, yeah. and the kids are on the other end of the house, and they're watching this stuff. So we can sleep in, and it probably provided a wonderful service. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk tvconfidential.net talk at tvconfidential.net you can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential x.com forward slash tvconfidential or at tvconfidential on instagram and if you're listening to us on the tv confidential podcast please be sure to hit the subscribe button This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you. 